Welcome to the Pursue of Bliss podcast. My name is Kristen. I'm a self-professed health, spirituality, and mindset junkie. You know that blissful happiness you feel when you're just at peace with yourself, living fully in the present moment? That's the feeling I believe we are all in the pursuit of. And I want to help you get one step closer by up-leveling your health, mindset, and love for yourself. Because that lasting and blissful happiness can only be found and created within. So get ready for all things mindset, holistic health, and spirituality. I hope this serves you. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to another episode of the Pursuit of Bliss podcast. I'm going to be talking about something that I think is applicable to every single one of us because the world is kind of crazy right now, right? Like, we've got a pandemic and a quarantine and, you know, all the political things going on and an election coming up and there's fires all around the world and things are getting cray. Things are getting real cray. So I want to talk about this about how to ultimately create a sense of inner peace within the external chaos because it's available for each and every one of us and this is how we actually call in the new world that we desire. So if you don't already know, first of all, a good little quick update on my life. I have just moved into my dream home in North Carolina and I'm so excited. I'm currently sitting in my master bedroom in my dream home. And um, I have spent the last two weeks furnishing this home, which has been a lot more difficult than I had ever imagined. No one ever told me how exhausting and difficult it is to furnish an entire home, right? It's like this four bedroom home. There's a lot of rooms to furnish. So that's what I've been up to the past few weeks. I'm excited to get back into this creation mode into this place of uh, putting out more content for you guys because I feel so much more grounded here. I am looking at my window and I just have kind of like this forest in my backyard and it just makes me feel so at peace. And for me, nature is how I connect to myself, to my highest self, to the universe, to God, to source, to spirit, to everything. I feel really connected when I'm in nature. And so I've been feeling more inspired than I ever have before and I'm really excited because I have so much new content coming out for you guys and I'll be announcing more soon, but keep your eyes and ears peeled. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, I'm not going to make this episode about the house. I'm just giving a quick update because I have a lot of people asking me about it and how I'm liking it and I am loving it and I know I haven't been sharing too much about it and it's just because I've been so busy trying to fill it with furniture. But for those of you who are wanting to manifest your own dream homes, I know there's a lot of you. Uh, You can listen to my last podcast episode. It was either the last one or the one before. I actually don't remember now. And I also have a YouTube video that talks about it. So go take a listen to those after you listen to this. And I am going to get right into this episode because, like I said at the beginning, this one is so important. And I feel like I can finally share a little bit more on this because I've been able to ground myself into my own place of inner peace and inner stability and kind of that place of calm right within the external chaos now that I'm finally grounded in this home and I've been able to work through a lot of what's been coming up for me I know a lot has been coming up for a lot of people because right now with everything going on in the world right it's bringing up a lot of fear for people it's bringing up a lot of anxiety it's bringing up a lot of unfelt emotions and stress and you know I'm human obviously you know 
This has been coming up for me as well. And the difference is when you have the tools to work through what's coming up, this entire scenario of what's going on in the world becomes a massive opportunity slash invitation for growth, healing, and up level, right? We, we live in a holographic universe, a reflective universe, right? The world is a mirror for the collective consciousness, for our individual consciousness. And we have a collective consciousness, which as a collective, we manifest together. Every single one of our unique vibrations, energetic standpoints, and consciousness slash levels of awareness accumulates to create the collective consciousness, which helps to mass manifest, right? We manifest as a world together. We all can manifest individually in our lives and we're all manifesting as a world. So everything going on in the world is also a part of a manifestation that our energy is fed into, right? So everything going on right now is a reflection of the fear and scarcity programming that has already existed within us this entire time. It's simply a reflection of that. And it's not our fault that this fear and scarcity has existed within us, right? It's literally been programmed into us. If you look at Hollywood, you look at Netflix, you look at the news every single day, like everything around us since we were literally born has been programming our subconscious minds with fear and scarcity. And it's no surprise that this is all being reflected in the world now. And it feels scary for a lot of people, but the way I look at it is... It's actually a great thing, right? Like the horrible things that are happening obviously aren't great, but there is an opportunity within this. There's an opportunity for more growth and up level as a society, as a world. And anytime you want to manifest something better, whether it's in your life or in the collective world, anything that's not in alignment with that something better must come to the surface so that it can be healed, transmuted, integrated, released. And that's kind of what's happening right now. We intend for a better world, one that is based on abundance and love and equality and joy and community and connection. Everything not in alignment with that has to come to the surface. It has to be, come to our conscious awareness so that we can therefore deal with it and integrate it and heal it and learn from it and grow from it. Because as long as that's existing within us, within our individual or collective consciousness, it's going to be reflected in our external reality. And oftentimes, the time period before the manifestations come is the most chaotic time, right? Things get stagnant, they get chaotic, it seems like they're regressing, but in actuality, it's not regressing. We're getting exactly what we asked for, but there's like this time period of almost like a purge before the manifestation shows up. And it's this time period of purging out what's not in alignment. And right now, we're going through a huge purge of everything that is not in alignment with where we're going both on an individual level and on a collective level as a world and so what this means for us individually is like i said things are getting purged right now things are coming to the surface that were previously subconscious are now being made conscious and you can see this all around the world in all different areas right like a lot of stuff that was going on behind the scenes in politics that we weren't aware of are coming to the surface becoming more mainstream a lot of Things, horrible things that have been going on in the world for a really long time are now coming to the surface. For example, child sex trafficking being one of them, just as one example, coming to mainstream awareness. There is now more awareness than ever around topics and events and happenings and things that were previously not in our collective 
awareness for most of us. And not only is this happening as a world, but it's also happening on an individual level. So within each of us at the same time, we're having our own purging experiences where things that we weren't consciously aware of before that exist within us are coming to the surface. For example, more fear, more anxiety, maybe sadness, grief, anger, all kinds of emotions quote unquote, heavy emotions that don't necessarily feel great are coming to the surface right now. And like I said, this is a massive opportunity because previously most of this was highly subconscious and this is the key. This is the manifestation work that actually works, right? Dealing with the shit that you didn't know was existing within you. A lot of it being programmed within us, like we're programmed to repress our emotions and we've been conditioned to live in a fear state and a scarcity state so much so that it feels like the norm to us. And most of us don't even know how good life is meant to feel. We don't even know how good we're meant to feel because since we were born, right, we were like plugged into this matrix system, plugged into this system that taught us how to think, what to believe, how to feel, what not to feel, what's okay, what's not okay, how to show up in the world, right? Most of us don't even grow up feeling safe to be our authentic selves, out of fear of judgment. Where does that come from? We're not born afraid of being our authentic selves. That is learned. It is taught. It is conditioned. It is programmed through the world around us showing us what a quote-unquote successful or normal member of society looks like. But I digress. So things that come into the surface, things that a lot of us haven't felt before or have felt before but didn't want to deal with, and so we have two options. Option number one is run away from what's coming up, right? Push it away, resist it, ignore it, try to feel better immediately. And you know, what we resist persists. As long as they're trying to resist something or run away from it or push it back down, it's going to get worse. It's going to get more dramatic. It's going to feed into whatever state we're into. So we'll begin to feel more anxious, more scared, more stressed, more fearful, whatever it is, right? That never works. And in actuality, that's feeding right back into the same vibration that we're trying to move away from, right? The entire world right now, everything going on is a manifestation of the fear that exists within the collective and the scarcity consciousness and the darkness that's been existing within our society for a really long time. So when we become, you know, almost addicted to this fear, this this response to the fear mongering going on in the world. And and when we respond to that from a place of fear and then we try to resist our fear, we get even more fearful or anxious or stressed or whatever it is. And then we're feeding right into that vibration that is creating all of the chaos in the world right now, right? Like everything going on in the world cannot exist. Nothing can exist without that energy, that vibration being there for its existence. We live in a vibrational, energetic world. Everything is energy. Everything is based on vibration. So it is absolutely essential that we are able to ground ourselves within the external chaos and come back to that place of peaceful awareness, almost that place of observation, right? Being that observer of what's going on in the world rather than feeding into the intense fear. And so how do we do that? We don't do this by ignoring the fear and pushing it away. We do this by feeling what's coming up. We do this by integrating and healing and loving and accepting what's coming up. And, you know, love heals all. Nothing can be healed outside of a place of love. You have to love it to let it leave. Always. And so as long as we are resisting or judging or hating or trying to run away from the way we feel, no matter what it is that we feel, we're actually energetically holding on to it, pulling it closer 
(laughs) magnetizing it back to us. And then that vibration gets stronger and we push it back out into the world, right? And then it attracts back to us more situations for us to experience more fear or whatever the emotion is. So how do we actually reach that state of, of calm and inner peace? It's by being there, by leaning in, by being available to feel what's coming up. And what I want you to understand first and foremost is that nothing can make you feel any way. No person can make you feel any way. No event can make you feel any way. The only thing that the external world can do, whether it's a person, place, situation, event, circumstance, doesn't matter. The only thing that that can do for you is pull out of you the emotions that already existed, the way that you already felt. It's, it's a mirror, it's reflecting back to you. This fear, this anxiety, this stress that you might be feeling about what's going on in the world, this is not a response to what's going on. It's not the effect of what's going on. It's the other way around. What's going on is the effect of what's already existing within us. And so it's an opportunity for us to allow what was subconscious, these emotions, these feelings to come to the surface. So for the first time, we can be willing to actually listen to them, understand them, feel them, hear them, transmute them, integrate them. No one can make you feel a certain way, you guys. No one. They can only reflect back to you the way you already felt about yourself. They can just bring to the surface emotions that were already existing within you. I could say this over and over and over and over and over again. This is so crucial to the healing process. Is understanding that even the most terrible things that could ever happen, right? The biggest struggles, the biggest challenges, the biggest tragedies, you know, they're real and they're scary and they're sad. But there's also an invitation within them, right? There's opportunity for miracle within all of the darkness, within all of it. There always is, right? Like you can light the match within the darkness. And that is the opportunity for healing that we have been given through every single circumstance. And so when we're able to get out of this victim mode of, oh my gosh, this sucks. Can't believe this happened. Like, oh, I'm so sad because of what X, Y, Z this person did to me. I'm so depressed because of this event that happened. The truth is the sadness, the grief, the rage, the anger, the anxiety, the stress, It's not the effect of what's going on. It was already there. It was just repressed. It was pushed down. And it wants to be felt so that you can heal. And this is how you raise your vibration long term, right? You feel. You feel, you feel, you feel, you feel, and you feel some more. (laughs) You can't logic your way or rationalize your way or think your way to a place of inner peace or inner calmness. You can only feel your way there. And the paradox is that sometimes on your way to feeling your way to that place of inner peace, sometimes it feels worse before it feels better. Sometimes it feels uncomfortable before it feels calm. Sometimes it feels sad before it feels joyful. But this is this experience that we signed up for. We're here for a human experience in its entirety, which means all of the human emotions. We're not just here for the joy and for the happiness and for the laughter. We're also here for the pain and for the sadness and for the anger, right? That is real. That is what having a human experience is. That is how we grow. That is how we learn. That is how we cultivate connection. 
And when we deny ourselves the opportunity to feel and experience the quote-unquote heavier emotions, we also deny ourselves the opportunity to experience the levels of joy and bliss that we actually don't even know are available to us. Because there's polarity, right? The lows and the highs, they have to match each other. We don't allow ourselves to go low. We also don't allow ourselves to go high. And as soon as you are no longer afraid of going low and feeling what is within you, it no longer becomes as scary. It no longer holds that power over you. As soon as you go from a place of, oh no, I feel sad. I don't want to feel sad to, okay, sadness is here. I accept that sadness is here. What if I just, you know, invited sadness in and for the first time accepted that sadness was here and even loved that sadness was here and was even willing to consider the fact that maybe sadness has something to say to me or something to teach me or sadness just actually wants me to feel better. But sadness knows something that I don't. Sadness knows that until I acknowledge sadness, sadness can't leave. Sadness is stuck within you until you acknowledge it and accept it and allow it to be here. And as soon as you've acknowledged and accepted and allowed sadness to exist within you, sadness can leave. Sadness has done its job. So when you start feeling the heavy emotions, like the fear, the sadness, whatever it is, instead of trying to feel better right away, or instead of trying to figure out why you're feeling like this, like rationalizing it with our thinking brain, oh, why do I feel sad right now? I shouldn't feel sad. Or why do I feel so stressed? Or why do I feel so fearful? Like instead of thinking about it, what if we just felt? What if we just trusted that our body, our soul, our highest self is guiding us? What if we looked at those heavier emotions as friends instead of enemies? Because the truth is we attract circumstances to reflect to us the emotions that we have not allowed ourselves to feel yet. And to create peace, we must invite these emotions in to be felt as uncomfortable as it can feel in the beginning. You know, everything in the world that creates fear is an illusion, right? The universe is divine love by nature. God is divine love by nature. You are divine love by nature. Your highest self is divine love by nature. Love is the only capital T truth. So anything that is not love is illusion. Of course, a very persistent, very real feeling illusion right? Fear is false evidence appearing real. Everything in the world right now, it is an illusion that's been manipulated to keep us in a state of fear, to hold us back from our own power. And so we rise above that by doing this work. Remember, nothing around you is creating fear. It's simply pulling out of you the fear that already existed. And we can be thankful for that. In all chaos, like I said before, is an opportunity for healing and growth. It's an invitation to dive deeper into love and acceptance and to make more space for abundance and joy by first feeling whatever the feels are, right? Whatever is going on in your life right now, whether it's things in the collective or within your individual life that's creating some sort of stress, allow yourself to feel what's ever coming up because it's coming up for a reason. And when we push those emotions back down, What happens is we're going to continue to manifest and attract more events which will bring up these emotions within us until we allow ourselves to actually be with these emotions and understand them and feel them, right? So when we push away our emotions, all we're doing is self-sabotaging ourselves and our own lives. And it's so weird to say, but within all of this chaos that's been going on in the world, you know, it's a lot. 
but my personal reality has been getting better and better, better than it's ever been in my entire life. My manifestations are coming faster. I've made deeper connections with people. I've attracted incredible people into my lives. I've found my dream home. I'm grounding myself in the middle of nature. Like my personal reality has never been this good. And I truly, truly do believe it's because I've had accelerated growth. All of the shit that's been coming to the surface, I'm feeling it. I'm healing it. I'm leaning into it. I'm reaching new levels of growth that I've never reached before. We can have accelerated growth during this time, but you have to get out of victim mode and into reflection mode. The vibration of the planet is lifting right now. We're having like mass awakenings all over the world. People are doing this work more than ever. The vibration, the energy, the collective energy of the planet is lifting and not one person can be separate from this. Our collective vibration, our collective energy is raising, which is incredible, which means there is more opportunity than ever for manifestations, more opportunity than ever for growth. Like I said, more opportunity than ever for accelerated healing, for accelerated up levels. But you have to lean in. You have to lean into the discomfort. You have to lean in. And this can only happen from a place of love. It can only happen from a place of acceptance of yourself in this present moment. The present moment is all we have. And as long as we're in a place of manifesting from, Ugh, I'm not happy with where I am. I need to feel safer. I need to feel happier. I need to feel more joyful. We're denying the present moment. We're trying to manifest something else to make us feel better when in reality, we have within us the ability to feel better right now, to feel the, that inner peace right now. And so instead of, you know, this is what happens a lot. We don't feel good, so we bypass and repress the emotions and try to manifest something that will make us feel better. Short-term gratification. Give us that adrenaline rush or endorphin cake or whatever it is. When in reality, what we need is to feel the feels. Once again, I mean, this is just the, I guess, basis of this entire episode is feeling the feels. It is okay to not feel okay. It is okay to feel sad. It is okay to feel stressed. It is okay to feel anxious. It is not okay to repress those emotions in the name of manifestation. It's not okay to repress those emotions in the name of trying to feel good right now in this moment. I shouldn't say it's not okay, right? Your journey is your journey and anything is okay that you decide. But it's not okay to believe that that is what is going to make you feel better. Because what actually happens when we do this is the manifestations come and we don't feel good still. They're not going to bring us the happiness we look for, right? And so we fall even deeper into not feeling good and we're either going to self-sabotage our manifestations or we're going to realize that it wasn't what we wanted in the first place. Manifesting from that place of trying to fix or fill a void never works. And so to become a master at manifestation, you have to first do the inner work. You have to realize that nothing can fill your void because you don't have a void. (laughs) None of us have voids. We just think there's this illusion that there's a void within me, right? I'm missing something. I don't feel good. There's nothing missing. There isn't a void within you. It's just that we've been conditioned and programmed with so much fear and scarcity and we've been taught not to trust ourselves and to push away our human emotions. And so we're in a state of confusion, right? We're disconnected from our highest selves, from the universe, from source, spirit, God, energy. Reconnecting to your highest self to 
the universe is how we ground ourselves in that place of inner peace and that inner calm. And I think of it as like being the eye of the storm, right? We get to be the eye of the storm, right? You know, when there's like a hurricane, there's the eye of the hurricane in the middle where there's no winds and it's calm and you can see the chaos all swirling around you, right? You can see it, you can observe it, but it's not touching you. We get to be the eye of the storm. We get to be that inner calmness. We can observe what's going on while also not being a part of that vibration, which is feeding the chaos. We get to be a part of the solution and we become a part of the solution by reconnecting to our truth, by reconnecting to love, by reconnecting to our highest selves, by reconnecting to God, the universe, the source. And so one of the ways we do this is by, of course, what I've been hammering in this entire episode is feeling the emotions, feeling the feels, accepting and loving yourself for whatever is coming up right now. That's the first tip I'm going to give you. And, uh, you know, something that I like to do is when I, I grew up always judging myself for my emotions. And so when I feel something that feels heavy and I find myself trying to push it away and wishing I felt happy, I'll stop and I put my hand over my heart and I'll literally say out loud, like, even though right now I feel fear or even though right now I feel anxiety or whatever it is, even though right now I feel fear, I fully accept love and unconditionally forgive myself in this moment. And I might repeat that a few times because all healing comes from a place of love rather than judgment. And we need to recondition ourselves, consciously choose to come from a place of love. Because for most of us, that won't be the automatic reaction. The automatic reaction will be judgment. The automatic reaction will be resistance. So we must consciously choose to shift the patterns, to shift it into love rather than judgment. You know, Joy never goes away. It's the nature of the universe. Love never goes away. Abundance never goes away. It's not possible. It's the nature of the universe. You have control over that. Fear feeds the vibration of the illusion of there being no access to that, right? When I feel like we have no access to abundance or joy or love, it's just an illusion false evidence appearing real. But when we allow ourselves to feel the fear, we transmute it and make more space for love. And you know, you're sovereign. You're the creator of your reality. At all times, you get to choose that you get to be safe. You get to choose that you get to be supported. You get to choose the present moment. You get to choose abundance. You get to choose love and joy as your experience. That doesn't mean you get to avoid everything else, but you get to choose your experience. You choose it with your vibration, with your energy. You are the creator of your reality, co-creator. And we live in this matrix where we've been taught to believe that we're powerless but we are not. That's a secret. You're more powerful than you could ever understand. And you know, the world doesn't want you to know how powerful you are because if we all truly understood how powerful we were, we wouldn't need the society. We wouldn't need this matrix. We would know that we're self-sufficient on our own, that we have everything we ever need. And one of the biggest lies that we've been fed and that a lot of us believe is that we need Authority. We need people to tell us how to be, what to believe, what's okay and what's not okay. And we've accepted their beliefs as our own, right? That have been fed to us through the media, through the news, through society, our entire lives, through school, through everything. You know, like ask yourself, why do I believe what I believe truly? For me, most of the answers used to be, well, this is what I was taught. This is what I saw. This is what everyone else believes. Isn't it normal? It would be silly to not believe this. And when I began to question everything, you know, 
that's when my life started to really get interesting. And I started to really understand my power. Understand that I get to create my beliefs, right? Your beliefs create your reality. And if you allow someone else's beliefs to become your beliefs, your reality becomes the reality that they want for you. Your reality becomes a reality that feeds the system that we're in. And the way to be free, to become powerful, well, I worded that wrong. You don't need to become powerful. <laughs> you already are. To realize and recognize your power is to realize that you have control over your beliefs. And everything that feels real to you, that is your belief, right? Every belief is a choice. We might not have had the choice of what beliefs were conditioned into our minds, but we have the choice of which ones we continue to attach ourselves to and continue to believe, right? For example, I choose not to believe that the world is doomed. I don't subscribe to that belief. I don't believe that things are going downhill forever. I don't believe that that we're headed for whatever horrible things you see all over Facebook and Instagram and the news. I won't even mention all the things because I don't even want to feed into that vibration. That's not my, that's not my belief. My belief is that things are going to get better and it might seem like they're getting worse before they get better because there's more purging to be done and chaos is coming to the surface. And my belief is that love wins. Love wins. Love is the only truth. Love has already won. And it's my belief that humans are good and loving and kind by nature, right? It is who we are at our hearts and anything else is just false evidence appearing real. It's trauma response. And I believe that we are living in very exciting times. And I believe that it's exciting that we get to be alive right now. And I believe that we get to experience so much innovation and beauty and connection and community in the next few years that might've never been possible if everything happening in the world wasn't, wasn't happening right now. And I believe that not only is everything going to be okay, but everything gets to be okay right now when we ground ourselves and when we realize that our attachment to everything external was only just that, an attachment, a false illusion, right? We attach our safety to our money, our things, our homes, our cars. And if that goes away, we suddenly feel unsafe. And what we're all coming to realize or being encouraged to realize is that that was false safety. That was never real safety. It was an illusion of safety because safety comes within from your connection to your highest self, your connection to the universe, your connection to God, source, spirit, whatever word you resonate with. And so right now we're being called to realize that true abundance is internal, right? An internal abundance that attracts all else. Like, yeah, it does attract cars and homes and things like that, but none of that is permanent and none of that is safety. None of that is abundance. It's just a reflection of your internal world. So anything that goes away Anything that shifts, it's just for the time being, right? We're going through shifts, we're purging, and if abundance is your true nature, you're always guided and supported, right? My belief is my needs always get to be met and exceeded, always. I'm abundant by nature, and my safety comes from myself, my safety comes from my connection to the divine, my safety comes from my connection to my highest self. My safety doesn't come from my connection to anything external. I think this is the biggest lesson for all of us to learn right now within, when everything feels really unstable, right? Like the economy feels unstable and the world feels unstable. And there's, you know, California is on fire, right? That's where my family lives. That's where all my friends live. Uh, there is natural disasters happening and there's all kinds of crazy 
stuff going on. And within all of this, I've been almost pushed into connecting with myself on a deeper level and realizing that my connection to these external things was an illusion of safety I was giving myself. And this is, I think, the invitation within the chaos right now, within everything going on that feels really scary and unsafe and a lot of things feel unstable and we don't know what's going to happen. And it's, yeah, they're forcing us into more fear or it can force us into our hearts. It can force us into connection. It can force us into reconnecting with our highest selves and with our truth, which is love and abundance. And that deep understanding, that faith, that no matter what shows up in the external world, right? That's all an illusion. The only real thing, the only thing that is real at all is love. You are love, you are safety, you are abundance. You are all you need. You have it all within you. And we don't need the external stuff to disappear for us to realize that. And if we can learn that lesson now, we can avoid some of the chaos. You have everything within you that you have ever needed and ever will need. Everything within you is what attracts everything, any scarcity existing around you, simply an illusion. Because your true nature is love and abundance and we're having a human experience that the illusions feel real and the emotions are real. And it's important to honor them. But you can also have the zoomed out perspective of zooming out and looking at this life from the perspective of your highest self or the universe or God. And knowing that even though things feel really real and really scary and really unstable, you're still safe. You're still guided. You're still supported. You're still loved. Things are going to be okay. And things actually also get to be okay right now when you tune in to that vibration, that energy, when you become that divine channel for spirit, for source, for the universe, for God, for your highest self. Your safety is not dependent upon the illusions the external world shows you, but upon your faith, upon your connection to the universe or to God. And you know, it's actually interesting. This is a little bit unrelated, but... I always have used the word universe and I always say, you know, you can use whatever word resonates with you, whether it's universe, God, source, divine love, energy, spirit, right? Everyone resonates with something different. And for me, I didn't resonate with the word God ever because I had like religious trauma experiences when I grew up. And for me, God felt very just attached to that experience. And I've recently worked through all of that experience and I still am not, I don't subscribe to any religion I subscribe more to belief in relationship, right? Relationship with whatever you want to call it, the universe, God, your highest self, all of the above. And recently I've been more drawn to the word God and I still love the word universe. And for me, when I speak of universe or God, I'm speaking of the same, the same faith, the same energy, the same source. But recently I felt even more connected to the word God in a way that I haven't before. And none of my beliefs have changed. It's just the word that describes them has now felt in alignment with God. And for me, I feel like I'm developing more of a relationship. Um, Whereas before, you know, my whole spiritual journey started really with like quantum physics and science. And I love all of that stuff still. But as I've delved deeper into connecting to my highest self and doing this really deep internal work, and 
I felt a deeper connection and that connection has felt recently more like a relationship and it's felt better for me to describe that as God. And it's been really powerful for me to let go of all of the trauma I had attached to that word. It's like, I feel more sovereign. I feel more free. I feel more powerful, right? Because when we have fear of a word or anything, we're giving our power away to that fear. And so it feels really good to be able to be free to use whatever word resonates with me. And I share this because I know that a lot of you, I've had heard from a lot of you that you have similar experiences growing up, having traumatic experiences with religion or not feeling good about the word God. And so turning to spirituality and, you know, in my opinion, religion is just learning from someone else's experience of spirituality and spirituality is having those experiences yourself, right? It doesn't mean that the God that you learned about in religion is separate from the God that you connect to in spirituality or same with universe or spirit, whatever it might be. And, um, I just think it's really beautiful that it can all be connected and we're all one. We all want the same things. We're all connected to the same source, whether or not you believe in spirituality or you're Catholic or you're Christian or you're Jewish or you're whatever religion, right? We're all still connected. There is no separation. We're all still connected to the same one. And, you know, it's interesting looking at all the similarities and reflections between different religions and spirituality and you know, seeing how they really have all of the same teachings. We're really all connected to the same thing, which is really, really, really beautiful. Because right now, more than ever, we need us to be coming together in faith, in love, in community, in connection, in belief, in a better world. And so this really has something to do with this this topic, I guess. Well, maybe it does, because this has helped me to come back to that place of inner calm. Whereas I'm coming from, you know, having a relationship with this energy, with this spirit, with this source, with God, with the universe has helped me to feel a lot more grounded. And I've even been, you know, returning back to some of my habits of, I don't know if habits is the right word, but even praying, right? I used to pray when I was in high school, when I was in college, and I moved away from that because of all the like icky experiences I had. And for me, it's been just like prayers of gratitude, And it's like my gratitude practice has almost turned into a a prayer practice. And it's been really beautiful to watch as my spirituality and my experiences have evolved. And I feel more deeply connected to God, the universe now than I ever have before. And it's really beautiful. And it's interesting because all of this has happened in the midst of everything going on, right? In the midst of everything going on, like this external chaos, the pandemic, everything, it's brought such beautiful experiences into my life. And I wish that for everyone, that we all get to connect more deeply with ourselves and with the universe or with God or with your highest self. And I just think that there is so much beauty right now. And as long as we're focused on what's going wrong, that's what we'll continue to attract and see, right? You, you attract and you'll attract proof of whatever you focus on. If you're focusing on all the horrible things in the world, you're going to continue to see more proof of that. If you focus on all the beautiful things, you'll see more proof of that. Like just intend to see more proof of the good in the world right now, of the beauty, of the connection, of the community, the stuff that's not being shown on the news, seek it out and you'll find more of it because that is what we need is we need more focus on the beautiful things. We need more focus on the love and the community because when we focus on the good, we expand the good, we magnetize the good, we attract more of the good, we spread the good. 
And that doesn't mean that we bypass the darkness. doesn't mean we bypass the shadow. But it means we don't put all of our focus and all of our energy there. And one of my favorite tips for grounding yourself in this place of inner calm is having all of this awareness, but also get your butt in nature, right? I saw this, uh, this meme or whatever it was, and it was like there's a guy at a waterfall, and the caption was like, oh, like, this poor guy is, you know, sitting at a waterfall in the middle of nature and he has no cell phone. So he doesn't even know that he's supposed to be afraid. And, you know, the irony of that is it's so true. The only reason we feel fear is because we've been told to be afraid. We see it on the news. We see it on the internet. We see it on Instagram and Facebook. What if you're in the middle of nature at a waterfall and you didn't have a cell phone for an entire week? Like you wouldn't even know to be afraid. Life would still feel peaceful and you would feel connected and you would feel love. But we're so tuned into all of the negative input that we've lost that connection. So number one, make sure you have more positive input than negative input. If you're going to have to see the news or something negative on Instagram or social media, sandwich it, right? Positive sandwich. You watch something that inspires you, that feels loving and hopeful before and after. We want to make sure we have five times more positive, loving, inspirational, hopeful input than negative right? Because our dominant vibration is what creates our reality. So we want our dominant vibration to be a vibration of love and hope and faith and belief in ourselves and in this world. It doesn't mean that we have to never see the news or never see what's going on in the world, but it means that we need to outweigh the quote unquote negative with the positive and get your damn butt in nature. (laughs) When I'm feeling ungrounded, I go and lay on the grass in my backyard right? Ground yourself on the earth, put your bare skin to the earth, whether it's dirt or grass or ocean or sand or hug a tree. Ground yourself in nature. Look at the abundance that's around you in nature. The present moment is all we have and it doesn't do us any good to wish that the present moment was any different. So when we can find that inner place of surrendering to the present moment with everything going on, that's where we find our peace, right? Instead of wishing that the present would change, wishing that the world would be different, wishing that this would be over, that creates more suffering. Instead of resisting the present, resisting what's going on in the world, can we surrender to it? Can we find the beauty within the chaos, the light within the darkness and surrender? That's where the inner peace is. That's what nature helps me with. I know I didn't give a lot of really practical tips. But I think a lot of this really is around awareness, around understanding what all of this means and understanding where the fear is coming from and understanding that you're not a victim and that you get to take your power back. And that awareness is powerful, really powerful. So I hope that this episode served you at least a little bit. I hope it at least brought you some awareness and some peace. And I recommend you go get your butt in nature. Uh, whether it's just your front lawn or you're actually going to go out to a forest or a hike, like get your butt in freaking nature, tr- up the positive input, up your connection to yourself, up your connection to the universe or to God. And one thing I didn't mention is community, right? Find people that bring you joy. Find people that bring you laughter no matter what. Find people that make you feel loved. Find people that make you feel connected, whether it's online or in person. Community is essential right now. And speaking of community, if you're looking for that community, I have a free Facebook group called Manifesting Abundance. The link will be in the show notes if you want to join a community of like-minded spiritual people like yourself. 
um, feel free to join. I would love to see your face in there. And if you really do want to dive into this inner work and dive deeper into the processes of what I've been talking about, right, and experience those massive up levels in your life in the midst of everything going on. And, um, you know, first of all, we don't just do this for us, right? You heal yourself, you heal the world. What you give yourself, you give the world. What you withhold from yourself, you withhold from the world. It's one and the same. All is a reflection. So if you want to dive deeper into that work, my academy is open for enrollment. My Blissful Abundance Academy, the link to apply will also be in the show notes. And once again, it would mean the absolute world to me if this episode helps you at all, if added any value to your life, if you could share it with friends and family who you think could benefit from it. I love when you guys do that. Share it on social media. It just makes me so happy when I see you guys sharing. And um, I would love if you could leave an honest review on iTunes. And if you choose to do that, before you submit it, take a screenshot and email that screenshot to hello at pursuitofbliss.net. And you will receive a free guided meditation from me that I've recorded just for you. So that is all I have for you. I'm sending you so much love and so much abundance and so much joy. And I will be talking to you soon.